We're learning the fourth Sicha on Parshas Boy in Chelek Tezayin on page 122. This is a Sicha which is going to focus primarily on the mitzvah of Matzah, the way it was when Yidin were in Mitzrayim, after they come out of Mitzrayim, and the way the mitzvah is fulfilled in all generations, based on the Psukim in Parshas Boy, and then the Pasik about the mitzvah of Matzah in Parshas Re'e. Very, very Gishmaka Sicha giving us a completely new understanding about the mitzvah of matzah and about Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim Bechlal. It's not Parshish by now, but we're learning this in connection with Pesach, and it will give you a completely new understanding of the upcoming Yontif. The shir today is being learned, Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yosef ben Yomin, ben Rabbi Menashe Koltman. Regarding the command, in Parshas Boy, where it says the mitzvah to eat the night of Pesach matzahs. As in the Nacht von Tezvav Nissen, so this is then when Yidin wore Mitzrayim, the night of Tezvav Nissen, Zayin Begdachen in Mitzrayim, while Yidin was still in Mitzrayim, but Yidin gedacht essen matzah. Yidin had to eat then matzah. Gefindmen advar pele, l'cha'ira. So we seemingly found, find an astounding matter. If you look at the mitzvah here and compare it to the mitzvah in all generations, there's, there's something which is a wonder. By the when it comes to the mitzvah, to eat matzah in all generations, so in Parshas Re'ei, the Torah there says, Shivas matzah lechem oini. You should eat matzah seven days. And the Torah describes the matzah as the poor man's bread. And the mitzvah is because you, in a hurry, went out of Mitzrayim. And from them, learnt menop. So from this, the Gemara learns out, as the matzah muzain lechem oini dafke. The matzah that you use for the mitzvah has to be poor man's bread. What does oini mean? Nit kein matzah ashira. Not a rich man's bread, which means matzah that has other ingredients in it besides flour and water to add any juice or any other ingredients inside of it. That would make it a rich man's matzah. So now, since when it comes to the mitzvah of eating matzah, while they were still in Mitzrayim in the parsha over here in Parsha's boy, Vert lechem oini nitermond, so lechem oini is not mentioned as the description of this matzah, is mashma, so it seems, as damult haben yidin gekent yaitze zayin, der chiyuv an achilitz matzah, oich mit matzah shira. That at that point, yidin were able to fulfill their obligation to eat the matzah, then in Mitzrayim, even with matzah shira, with the rich man's matzah, with other ingredients in it. Now, pizez fashtandik, so from this we understand, as chach by Pesach Deiris mus di matzah zayin lechem oini dafke. Yes, it is true that in all generations the mitzvah of matzah has to specifically be lechem oini. Is abe by Golis Mitzrayim gufe given an art oich far matzah ashira. But the first time when Yidden was still in Mitzrayim, the first time they had the mitzvah of matzah, there's room to use matzah ashira. This condition of lechem oini does not exist there. Aber does gufe. However, this that it could be matzah shire nit beeis the yitzia from Mitzrayim. This is not true about when Yidin actually left Mitzrayim. Varendan haben Yidin gegessen lechem oini. When Yidin came out of Mitzrayim, the matzah that they had with them was poor man's bread. It was matzah without any other ingredients, just flour and water. Nor far the yitzia and not zadachanu ditzul. This idea that the mitzvah could be fulfilled even with matzah shira is only regarding the mitzvah they had to eat the matzah when they were still in Mitzrayim. And the Rebbe brings in the hardest, the sources for this, that when Yidin went out of Mitzrayim, that matzah was lechem As you see here, I mean, from the Pasik and from what it says in the Agadah, lehelach mani da'chol avasana barat Mitzrayim, the Rebbe explains it in the Order 6. Okay. So, this is a very wondrous concept here, meaning that the mitzvah in all generations consists of lechem but here we discover that the original time the mitzvah was fulfilled while they were in Mitzrayim, we don't find this condition. And the matzah then could be even matzah shira. And as we'll see soon in the continuation of the sikha, this is very, very significant. There's a huge difference between matzah being lechem oini or matzah being matzah shira. Now, Pesach Mitzrayim is the makkeh v'shoirish of Pesach or matzah shaldeiris. We know that, of course, Pesach Mitzrayim is the source and the beginning of every following year of the celebration of Pesach and the mitzvah of eating matzah of all generations. So if so, is move on, it's understood from this, as that Indian are now by Pesach Mitzrayim, this that we pointed out here regarding Pesach Mitzrayim, as al-tachonetz yitzis Mitzrayim, is donis in his makim with matzah shira, 
that while it was still in Mitzrayim, fulfilling the mitzvah of eating matzah, preparing to leave Mitzrayim, there's room to use even matzah shireh, even though this is not the case in, all, in the mitzvah of matzah in all generations, but however, because the mitzvah in all generations is related to what happened when Yidin wore Mitzrayim, so there must be something similar that you do find regarding Pesach all the time. And that is as follows. Shtet Mardachai, the Mardachai says, as bizman shebeisamikdash kayam, that when the beisamikdash was still standing, the seder, which means the mitzvahs that are fulfilled, the matzah, the marer, and then the eating of the Pesach as well, those mitzvahs were fulfilled after the yomtiv meal of the evening was already done. And the mitzvah of eating matzah and everything else only came after they were full with the meal, with the yomtiv meal at night. On and the, the Marlachah says further, so then they would eat what kind of matzah at the, at the, at the night at that suuda uh, of the Yom Tov Suda. They would eat matzah shira, this matzah with other ingredients in it. What's the reason for this? So that when they are washing and eating the hamaitzi, the, the matzah, during the meal, it should not be the same matzah of what you, of, of which you're going to be using afterwards to fulfill the mitzvah of eating matzah, because once you already filled yourself with this matzah before, so that, that that takes away from the proper fulfillment of the mitzvah later that it should be eaten with an appetite that this is the first time you're eating this special matzah for the mitzvah. This is the reason why on erev Pesach we're not supposed to eat matzah, and the minig is you don't even eat matzah from even earlier on. But over here at that time when they would wash for a meal. So at the meal, they would eat matzah shire, and then following that, when they were done with the meal, they would fulfill the mitzvah with the matzah, with the plain matzah, lechamani, of flour and water. So we see over here that in the time of the Beis HaMikdosh, there was specifically matzah shire that was eaten by the, by the meal. Okay, similar to this, gefitmen oich bizmanazet, we find even today, so similar to this, somewhat of this, even though we do have the fulfillment of the mitzvahs of matzah and marer done earlier, and the shulchan the, the suda of the seder, only comes later. But nevertheless, the din is, so the halacha today is as follows, as Erev Pesach, Kedem Shah's Erev Pesach, before the 10th hour in the day, Hagamet Tarnet Esen came matzah, although you're not allowed to eat any matzah, is of a mutalecho matzah shira. But one is allowed to eat matzah shira. The matzah shira is a matzah that you can't do the mitzvah with it. So that's allowed to be eaten on Erev Pesach. Now, Yeshleimar, so we can say about this permission that you have to eat this matzah. As does gufa, v'shulchan aruch, teire, es matalach atchile v'pashtus, se'esen dan matzah shira. The fact that teire says that there's no issue whatsoever. You can go ahead and have matzah shira on Erev Pesach. So what that proves is, as Erev Pesach, that when it comes to Erev Pesach, now Erev means it's already a time period related to Pesach. You're already preparing for the Yomtev, very close to the Yomtev. Teirik gives place for eating Matzah Shire. So though the Yomtev all revolves around the real Matzah, the Mitzvah of Matzah, which is specifically Lechamayni, but nevertheless, Teirik itself is telling you you may eat without a problem matzah shira on the day before Yom Tov. So again, we see this point that matzah shira is here and is present and it's available right before Yom Tov. Okay, so now the Rebbe will point out, let's uh, back into the Pasik. Pasik that it says in Pasha Shireh, the source of uh, the fact that the matzah must be lechemayni and not matzah shira. What's the reason the Pasik gives for this? So let's get an understanding of what is, what is the reason for the requirement of Lechamayni and not Matzah Shire. So in the Mtsibi, for Achilles Lechamayni Anal, if you look into the Pasuk where it says that the Matzah must be Lechamayni, is the Pasuk Mazbe, the Ta Matzibi, the Pasuk gives the reason for this, Ki Bechipazen Yitzasa Me'eretz Mitzrayim. Because in a hurry, you left Mitzrayim. Obemele Lehispik Batzik Lahachmetz, and therefore the dough that they had prepared, there was no time to let it rise, and it was baked very quick, quickly, so they went out of Mitzrayim with Matzah. But this is giving as a reason, not only for, in general, for the mitzvah of eating matzah, but also specifically that it should be lechamayni. 
So since the Pasuk here, when it describes the Matzah, it's not only negating that it should not be Chometz, but Lechem means it has to specifically be poor man's bread and not Matzah Shire, is Mistaver, so it's logical to say, when the Pasuk gives this reason, that because you went out in the hurry, is oich der tam favas mekenet yaitzam et matzashir. This is also the explanation why the mitzvah has to be specifically with the poor man's bread and not with matzashir. But the question is, darf mefashtein midvas is bechipazni yitzasa goyme. I tam oifdem vas yaitzam et matzashir. How is this reason of Yidin being rushed out of Mitzrayim an explanation for this that we only use lechem oini and not matzashir? Matzah is not anything that explains the fact that Yidin were hurrying out of Mitzrayim. It, it explains why matzah not chametz, but not matzah So there has to be a connection between this reason and the requirement of lechamayni versus matzah What is that connection? Now looking further here in this Pasuk, Gerebbe will quote here now the Pasuk fully and to see what else we learn out from this Pasuk regarding what qualifies for the mitzvah of matzah. From the Mzelben Pasuk Kanal, Mas Chalase, from the very same Pasuk, quoting earlier from the Pasuk, where it says, Leisaychal Olav Chametz Shivas Yamim Teichal Olav Matzas Gaime, that one may not eat Chametz during Pesach, and instead seven days you eat Matzah. Learned Menop, so we learn out from this, as Meken Yaitzezain Chaybis Matzah, nor Midvarim Haboim Medechimutz. Only with Matzah that's baked of ingredients that it could have become Chametz. Since it says the Isra of eating chametz and the mitzvah of eating matzah in the same Pasuk, we compare the two and say that matzah has to be of ingredients that could become chametz. Just the Rebbe will quote soon in the Sikha here, that, that means that if you have matzah that has no water in it, it's just flour with any kind of juices in it, it does not become chametz. And even if it does rise, that's not chametz. There has to be water in it in order for it to become, be possible for it to become chametz. So that's another thing we learn out from this Pasuk. Now, to explain the connection to this new din that we're learning out here, that matzah has to be made from ingredients that could possibly become chametz. So how is that seen here in the reason? What's the connection to the reason the Pasuk gives that you were rushed out of Mitzrayim? So this we could actually explain very simply. Then the matzah that they had was from a dough that was possible to become chametz. And it's only because of the hurry that it was no time for it to let it rise and become chametz. So therefore the mitzvah of matzah that we eat today, which is commemorating what happened then, should also be from ingredients that could become chametz. And you have to do something to prevent this. To guard it from not becoming chametz. Which is So this is commemorating this that Eden were rushed out of Mitzrayim, the Bechipazin, and therefore then that matzah they had, or the dough they had then could have become chametz, and instead, it uh, it was only matzah because they were rushed out of Mitzrayim. Okay, so that connection is very simple. Okay, but now the point here is that we have two things we're learning out from this pasuk: the fact that you have to have dafka lechem and that means excluding matzah shira, and the fact that it has to be matzah from ingredients that the dough could have become chametz, and not from ingredients that cannot become chametz. So now, since regarding both the dinim, that is, since that regarding both of these dinim, which is Aleph, Matzah Shire, that it can't be Matzah Shire. And Beis, Vodim, Shem, Bonne, De Chimots, the Matzah cannot be something that cannot become Chomets, Zok, the Pasek, themselves time. So the Pasek gives the same reason for both. Kibichi, Pazin, Yitzos, again, because you went out of Mitzrayim in a hurry. Is the Fum, Fashtandik, as the Tzvei, Sugi, Matzah, Hanal, Hobin, Bechlolos, themselves, Chesorin, Legabe, Yitzesein, Mitem, Chiyov, Fun, Achilles, Matzah. That generally speaking, both of these kinds of matzahs, whether it's matzah shira or whether matzah that cannot become chametz, they both have a similar problem with it that it does not qualify to fulfill the obligation of the mitzvah of matzah. Which is also something that the Rebbe will explain. What is the similarity between these two dinim that are learned out from the same pasuk? 
Now, on the other hand, we find taking this now to the midst of matzah that's fulfilled in all generations. So we said that when it comes to the later generations, it's only the this. So, so the detail of matzah shire applies that you cannot fulfill it. Fulfill with it, that is, the mitzvah of matzah. But when Yidin wore Mitzrayim, it was possible to fulfill with matzah shirah. So in that sense, Pesach Deiris is different than Pesach Mitzrayim. Kanal Sifalev is Aber Oich by Pesach Mitzrayim. Shein given the Klolis Adin as the matzah from Leil Pesach. But on the other hand, though, the din that the matzah has to be made from ingredients from a dough that could become chametz, that actually does apply even while you didn't warm a time. And in this, there's no difference between the, the matzah in, that we always fulfill in every generation and the matzah that you didn't add in Mitzrayim. So the Yerushalmi learns this out from It's the source of this idea that the matzah should be from ingredients that can, can become chametz. So the Yerushalmi learns it out from a different pasuk that we quoted before, that the matzah has to be something that you have to guard it from becoming chametz. Only matzah that has to be guarded. So if so, it comes out as follows. Even though by Pesach Mitzrayim, on one hand, the din that you must have matzah, which is lechem oini and not matzah shira, that does not apply to Pesach Mitzrayim. You could be yoitz with matzah shira, then because in the Pasuk and Parshish boy, there's no hint about this qualification, that it must be lechem oini. But on the other hand, which is here in Parshas Boy, shows that even in Mitzrayim, it could only be made from ingredients that has to be guarded from becoming chametz. So here the Rebbe brings the actual, the, what this means, matzah, that must be guarded from becoming chametz. So for example, So if you have matzah that's just made from flour, and other, whatever juices, so then it cannot become chametz. But if you add some water to it, then it will become chametz. Vazdan is the isa bali de chimutz. Then this dough could become chametz. On the contrary, when you add water and juice in the ingredients, it actually can become chametz even quicker than just flour and water. Okay, so therefore in Mitzrayim, they could use a matzah, which is a matzah shira, because it has juice in it, but you have to add some water into it in order that it should also be a matzah that could become chametz. So this is another point that's very interesting that there's sort of two opposite ideas here. On one hand, we see that the matzah, that these two dinim of matzah shire and ein yochalovelidei are related to each other. They, they, have, they have to be connected because they learned that from the same posik in Parshas Boy and it's the same reason the Torah gives, ki but at the same time, though, when it comes to Pesach Mitzrayim, there, these two dinim are divided. The requirement of it being matzah that could come to the chimots applies, but the requirement that it, does, it cannot be matzah shira does not apply. Why over here is it divided? That's the question that has to be explained. So we have a lot of different points here that have to be clarified regarding this halacha of lechem oini versus matzah shira. Number one, what's the reason why Benigayat Pesach Deiris, it's only Lechamayni, and in Mitzrayim, they could fulfill it with Matzah Shira. And you find this concept of Matzah Shira being related to the mitzvah of Matzah and Pesach, even in, in all generations, as the Rebbe pointed out. And what's, the, what's really the significance of not eating Matzah Shira for the mitzvah? What's the reason of Kibichi Pazn? That was the second question. And then there's a connection between this din of Matzah Shira and another din, the din of En Yachalavali what is the connection between them? They learn from the same Pasik. And at the same time, in Mitzrayim, there, these two dinim are split. It cannot be Ein Yochalav but it could be Matzah Shireh. So how do we explain this? It's the Beer So to explain all of this, I'll peep Nimius on Yonim with a deeper understanding to see what the content of this mitzvah is. We'll understand the difference what Lechemoini represents and what Matzah Ashira represents in our serving Hashem, we'll get an understanding of all these details. Lechemoini is from a teg, but So Lechemoini is made from a dough that's only with the two ingredients of flour and water. Water has no taste and gives no taste at all. 
The Gemara gives the example for the rich man's matzah, and that is matzah that has other ingredients in it, whether wine, whether oil, whether honey, or that andere may pay this or other juices. Was given a time in the isa that add a taste, a flavor to the dough. That's physically the facts of the difference between lechamayni and matzah shira. That Indian in Aveda, so what this represents in our Aveda Sashem, lechamayni is the Aveda from Kabbalah soil. Lechamayni means one that serves Hashem, accepting the yoke of heaven, nit mitzad gishmak, not with any personal flavor and involvement in this mitzvah. Which means, a person that has no explanation and appreciation in his understanding, in his seichel, in his intellect for what he's doing. And as a result, he doesn't have any pleasure in godly matters. Right? The, when a, the, what brings a person involvement and personal pleasure in what he's doing is if he gets and he appreciates the depth and the, the, the accomplishment of this mitzvah. So then a person gets a geschmack gets a personal involvement and uh, enthusiasm about what he's doing. But if a person is doing it simply because Hashem commanded to do the mitzvah, and there's no personal feelings or involvement in this. But nevertheless, he serves Hashem purely because this is the mitzvah that Hashem gave him, and he accepts the mitzvah of Hashem. So there's no I, in any way, shape, or form, that's involved in this. I mean, we, we, over here, the Rebbe is not only speaking about the I of the Nefesh of Bahamas, but even the, the, the Neshama of the Yid, which can start thinking and understanding, the Ruchni is the content of the Mitzvah. That's not what Lechamayni is about. Lechamayni is about the person being completely self-nullified to the Mitzvah that Hashem gives him. Matzah, Shir, on the other hand, is the Aved, the Mitzvah, Tam, Das. This is an Aveda that a person serves Hashem with his own reason and logic, understanding and appreciating intellectually what the Teichen of this mitzvah is, what is he accomplishing with this mitzvah. So over here, this is an Aveda that envelops the whole person and the person himself gets involved in this. He can feel and understand what the mitzvah is about, so he enjoys and it has an enthusiasm in the mitzvah. So now, what's the difference between these two approaches in serving Hashem? When a person serves Hashem simply with accepting the yoke of heaven without any own flavor or understanding or feelings in the mitzvah. So what that means really is, what's his condition on his own? as The person himself, which is comprised of his intellect and his emotions, is by in an art of nitonazai. There's a place not to do so because the Seichel and Midas don't agree to this. They don't get what this is all about. Which means, Oifra, there's a place not to do what the Ebishter wants, and there's a place for Ra, for evil. from Kabbalah soil, but it's with the power of accepting the yoke of heaven, is a Koifedem Ra, Eskafye, Onevedavaye. So therefore, this person has to subdue that temptation that he would have or his own personal feelings that he has about this matter and fulfill what Hashem wants because this is what Hashem says. But he, on his own, his seichel is, is interested in something else. His midis have feelings for other things and there's room for him to follow that. But nevertheless, he, he serves Hashem, forcing himself, iskafia, to do what Hashem wants. When, however, a person works on understanding and connecting to it on a personal level, so now he, he appreciates what he's doing, and especially when this is done with an effort that you bring it fully into your mitzvah, that you fully appreciate and understand what this mitzvah is about, so then the fact that you're completely involved your entire mitzvahs, which is comprised of your seichel and your midas, are fully there. They're, they're, they're not only agreeing, but they're fully involved and understand and appreciate and feel what this mitzvah is about. So that completely makes it impossible for the person not to fulfill it. He's there. He's involved. He wants it. So then there is no other side in the person that is going in a different direction. The person is completely transformed and enthusiastic about fulfilling this mitzvah. So these are two different ways of fulfilling a mitzvah. It's not just a question of to what degree is the person interested in the mitzvah, but it's really a question of 
is who is involved in this mitzvah. To what extent is the person there and present in the mitzvah? In the iskafia, that means that the person himself is really, in his heart and mind, he's elsewhere. But the pile, he's doing what David wants with Kabbalah soil. So it's, it's just a Kabbalah soil that, that, that forces a person to do it. It's hapche means the person's fully involved. You have a much richer mitzvah where the whole entire person is fully there and therefore there's, no, there's nothing else going on in his life. The whole mitzvah of the person is connected to what this mitzvah is about, to the godliness and the content of the mitzvah. This is the connection between the two types of matzah, Aleph matzah ashire, the rich man's matzah, umbeis, fundidvarim she'em balam de chimutz, and also the idea that matzah has to be from something that could become chametz. So over here, the kind of matzah that you cannot be yay to the mitzvah, which is things that, ingredients that cannot become chametz. So what's the connection between these two issues and problems with matzah? Rich man's matzah is not good, and if it can't come, lide chimutz. Because really, looking at it from this perspective, from this deeper perspective, one detail is really a result of the other. When a person serves Hashem, and it's matzah shira, and with a, to the perfect degree, to the utmost level of matzah shira, that the Kabbalah soil that he has in the mitzvah has been integrated fully. He's brought it into his mitzvahs, and he's fully involved in this Kabbalah soil. It's not just simply Kabbalah soil, but he's fully there. Mitzat seichel even with his heart and mind, is b'shelul b'derech memele, the afshari, of chimotz so this automatically and completely negates any possibility of there being any chametz or any evil that is represented in the chametz. The matzah shira kipshuta, just like it is with matzah shira literally, and matzah shira, in fact, usually, in other words, the Rebbe here is saying that the usual matzah shira is actually without water, it's just flour with other ingredients, whether juices or wine or whatever else, but without water. So that type of matzah shira, in fact, cannot become chametz. Because this is a person that is richly and fully involved in serving Hashem. There's no element in him that's out of the picture. So therefore there's no possibility for anything else. Specifically when a person serves Hashem. Like the poor man's bread, which is just a Kabbalah soil. He's accepting the yoke of heaven, but his heart and mind is not necessarily there. This leaves place for chametz or evil, meaning that it could become chametz. So therefore he has to subdue this evil. And you do not allow that this chametz, that this uh, haughtiness or this rising of chametz, should spread and go out of control. By guarding this, which is like it is with the matzah physically, you have to constantly work with it and be busy with it to make sure that it does not rise and get out of control. And so too, the Kabbalah soil has to be there constantly to work and serve Hashem and not to allow your heart and mind to get into the way. That's the basic difference between the Lechem Ashira and the, or the Matzah Ashira rather, and the Lechem Aini. Now from this we come to understand the connection to the reason that the Pasuk gives. The question that I've asked was, how is the reason of Kibi Chipazin Yatsasa a reason not only for the fact that we have the mitzvah of Matzah as opposed to Chomets, but also the mitzvah of Matzah Lechem Oini as opposed to Matzah Ashira? So now, the Tzvei Fani Aveide, Zagn Zacharais Pachlalos Oich, and the Tzvei Fanim Kalalim from Gola. These two ways of, of a Yid serving Hashem generally are expressed in the two general redemptions, which are Gulas Mitzrayim and Gulas Sid, the redemption of Mitzrayim and the upcoming redemption. By Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim state, Kibodach Ha'om, that the Pasik describes that the Yidin ran out of Mitzrayim, Chipazim, they ran out in a hurry. And what's the significance of going out in a hurry? Because the evil that existed within the soul of Yidin was still at its peak, or very strong, as the Alter Rebbe says in Tanya. So not only was it present, but it was strong. And therefore it was necessary for Yidin to run away from this evil that it shouldn't overcome them. This is the Aveda of Lechem the Aveda of Eskafia, when one has to subdue himself, because all he has is, is the Kabbalah soil, but the rest of his being, his Seichel and are not there. The Pasuk then describes that when Mashiach comes, it will not be in a hurry because Vesruach Atumah Avim in Aaretz. The will remove any spirit of impurity from the world. 
a matzah von ishapcha, a condition of a world where everything is transformed into total goodness, which is what matzah ashire represents when the whole entire person is involved fully and richly in a serving Hashem. Thus is the beer, so this explains, but bechipazni yitzasa gamer. When the pastor gives the reason that Eden were hurried out of Mitzrayim, is that time for was the matzah from Leil Pesach, can it sign ki matzah This explains why the matzah at the night of Pesach cannot be matzah shire, unit from dvarim shem bonli de chimutz, and which goes together the other din, not from ingredients that cannot become chomets. What the Pasuk is saying is, since you were hurried out of Mitzrayim, and the reason is, well, the Ra is not given, but Tokve Kanal, it's because the Ra in Yidin was still at its peak. The Rebbe fought sich the Avede from Kabbalah's Elvis Kafya. So, therefore, it's necessary for Yidin at that point to accept the yoke of heaven and to force oneself and to work very difficult and to, to, to subdue that power of the Ra, which is what Lechem Oini Dafke, the Lechem Oini represents in this mitzvah of Matzah. So the reason Ki is the explanation why Dafke Lechem Oini are not Matzah Shire, and also not Matzah that cannot become Chomitz, because that's already a person that is not dealing with these kinds of struggles. Okay, so this explains now the Pasuk over here, but now the Rebbe will come and explain that even though seemingly these two Avedis are very different from one another, so much so that one is represented in the Gula of Mitzrayim, and the other is represented in the Gula of La'asad Lavai, but nevertheless, these two Avedis do come together. And there's, there's, there's some connection between them. Let's see. Now this point that we said over here, that on a Pesach, that in all generations, you're not Yitzah for the mitzvah of Matzah with the Matzah Shire, is nit nor vile, ir inyin is nit bedoy mitzvah gulis mitzrayim. It's not only because it's not similar to the condition of Yidin when they came out of Mitzrayim, but it's given an anayfim from Barachom, and Yidin then ran and were hurried out of Mitzrayim, Kabbalah Seil v'Eskafya canal, which represents the Aved of Kabbalah Seil and Eskafya, not oich the far was in lechem oini on azayich begulas mitzrayim is farana yisrael legabi matzah shirva gula delasad lave. There's actually an advantage in the lechem oini that there isn't in the matzah shir. So up until this point, it would it seemed like that lechem oini is stands at a very big disadvantage. The person is not involved; his heart and mind are elsewhere. But he's just doing it, subduing himself to do what Hashem wants, and it's a struggle for him. But at the same time, though, this Lechem Oini has a tremendous advantage, even more than the Matzah of Matzah Shire, which is represented in the Gol of Lasud Lavek. What's the reason for this? Yes, even though it's true that when it comes to the level of Ishapcha, which is what Matzah Shire represents, so here Ishapcha means the entire evil is totally transformed. Is a bedah mylan iskafia was dafke diavaida is verbunden mit yigias adam. The advantage of iskafia is that it's specifically this kind of aveda that demands of a person to invest a lot of effort in this hard work to lechem zayin mit menagid on neitin demra to fight and to battle against an opposition and to force the ra to to do what he's supposed to against his will. So the the Yigiyya, the fact that a person is investing so much effort in fighting, that shows in a tremendous dedication. And that's a tremendous smile that you have in the Lech and in the Aved of Eskafya. And another signet, to explain this from a different perspective, that even as Habche driktois wie der Mensch wird miyuchod metalakos, durch den, was er sich mezachich, bis er sein Metzies, lost nit kein Ort evra. The idea of Eshabche represents an individual that becomes completely unified with Hashem. He's totally refined. And there's, there's nothing in his Metzies that allows any Ra. So the Yichud is a unification. That's the, 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 the definition of Eshabche, being completely one with Hashem. Eskafia, on the other hand, when it comes to the Aved of Eskafia, where a person is struggling and he has to subdue the evil that's still there in him, this expresses a person being ready to completely nullify himself and totally put himself aside and put himself totally away, for godliness. You don't have that in Eshabche. In Eshabche, on one hand, the person is on a much higher level. He's managed to bring himself completely to get involved fully in the mitzvah. But once he's there, so now it doesn't demand of the person to break himself or to put himself, his own interests aside. 
So that's yichud, to be one with Hashem. Over here though, the bittel to Hashem, that comes by a person that's dealing with his kafya and he has to overcome all the temptations he has or the different ideas that, he's, that his own mitzis in his mind and his heart uh, have in them. That his mind and his heart, there's room for ra, there's room for other things other than what Hashem wants. But still, he forces himself. He does the opposite of what his own identity, his own ideas and his mind or heart demand of him. And he fulfills what Hashem wants from him. So that's the idea of Bittu. So that's the big Mila, the big advantage that there is in the idea of Eskafia. It represents and it expresses a much deeper self-nullification to Hashem. Now this is one of the explanations of why it says, So here we come to the point that even though seemingly Lechamayni belongs only at the Yitzhiya of Mitzrayim, but once you come to the level of Eshapcha, to the revelation of the Gula HaSida, and that's an Aveda which is represented in the Matzah Shida, completely different kind of level of serving Hashem, where there's no remnants, no trace of evil anymore. So there's no room for Lech there's no room for this kind of Aveda by Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. But nevertheless, we know that even after Mashiach comes, we'll still have the mitzvah to remember Yitzhiya's Mitzrayim. But again, so what's the reason for this? Seemingly, it's irrelevant at that point. The answer is, well, the tachlas akavana is, the ultimate purpose is, as a zolzayin, beidemailas. When Mashiach comes, the ultimate purpose will bring together the maila, the advantage of both the iskafya aveda and the ishapcha aveda. Even when one comes to the level of ishapcha, where he's completely transformed. The person is completely refined. To the point that there's no room for evil at all. So, still at that time period, he should still retain the advantage that there is in Eskafia, which is Golas Mitzrayim. And Eskafia has the advantage of Bittol that comes with a person working hard and struggling and fighting for Hashem's sake, putting himself completely aside. That's the ultimate combination of Aveda, where on one hand, the person is fully involved with his entire Metzius. There's no aspect of him that's left out of this. But at the same time, not compromising on the absolute bittel, doing it just completely for Hashem's sake, not at all because there's any eye that is interested or enjoys or likes this mitzvah that he's doing with the absolute bittel for Hashem. So here we see that by the Gula Aside, both of these have to come together. That's the ultimate Shlemus. So now, here, the Rebbe will point out, just like this is true, when you get to the Gula Aside, that both of these Avedas come together, and that's the ultimate perfection of it. Similar, we find, regarding the Gula of Mitzrayim already, that you have both of these Avedas coming together to some extent. In a different way, let's see. So the Alter Rebbe explains in Teirah the fact that it says in the Pasuk, when Yidun were already redeemed from Mitzrayim, Hashem says that I will elevate you, I will, I will take you out of Mitzrayim, and it uses a double lush and tzveyalis, twice that you will be taken up out of Mitzrayim. What that means is, Hashem is already speaking then, before Yidin are redeemed from Mitzrayim, about the fact that they're going to be redeemed from Mitzrayim and then be redeemed again in the upcoming, the future redemption. So what we understand of this is, as punkt viderim von Golas Mitzrayim, vet men der monen, er vet wirken by the Golaside, similar to what we explained before. That the Gaul of Mitzrayim is something which will still be remembered and still be mentioned and therefore still has a certain effect even after Mashiach comes, same could be said true also. On the other hand, as by Golis Mitzrayim, that even when Yidin are only at that stage of being redeemed from Mitzrayim, that even then, there's already some kind of sensing or revelation of the promise. And not only a promise, but also Hashem saying it verbally regarding the upcoming redemption, the two aliyahs, which includes upcoming redemption. Even though the Gula Asida represents a completely different level of Avedis Hashem, the Eden are not on yet at all. At that time, it's only an Aved of Kibara Chaom. But yet, 
even by the Gula of Mitzrayim, the Abishta is already promising and speaking about the next stage of the Gula that comes only by the Gula Asida. That's bottom. Um, so the explanation for this is how and wh- why is it relevant by the Gula of Mitzrayim to be mentioning and even promising and speaking about the upcoming redemption, which is a completely different level. How can a person affect himself and be successful with this Avedah of Eskafia? That even when there is evil that's there and it's very strong. And the, and the issue over here is further, even more. Even after a person does break himself and he subdues this, the evil remains still very strong. Like it was when Yidin left Mitzrayim. And therefore it required from Yidin then to run out of Mitzrayim. So how is it possible for a person to continuously deal with this? That the Ra is there and he works and he subdues himself and the Ra comes back, it resurfaces and always dealing with this kind of a skafia. What is that motivation that a person has to be able to deal with this? That a person should have the strength to constantly fight with this evil and to defeat it. So what helps out for this is the it's the recognition and the feeling, even not just the recognition, but really to feel this that this Eskafia isn't just a Eskafia on its own. And this is what it is and it doesn't go anywhere else. The Eskafia eventually will lead to an Eshapcha, that that evil will be completely uprooted, and not only uprooted, but completely transformed. Because ultimately, who is a Yid? What's the real essence of a Yid? The real essence of a Yid is really completely one with Hashem. But he's not just not there yet. It's not revealed yet. So he's only at the point of Eskafia. But if you are dedicated to that Eskafia, so then the truth of who you are, which is the Yishapcha, will come out, that the person will be, will be fully transformed. So that sense and that understanding and recognition and feeling has to be there right in the beginning of the Eskafia to know that yes, now I feel it as, as an Eskafia, but that feeling of Eskafia that I have right now is not the real truth. This will lead to a Eshapcha because the ultimate truth is that this is the real me. That is the real Koyach that a Yid has, or the Rebbe here says, the Messiah that helps a Yid carry through this Eskafia Aveda. On the Rebbe, so therefore, even before it begins, the redemption from Mitzrayim, and then Yidin are only at that first stage of Eskafia, is given the Dibur Vahoidah, the Hebishter speaks and notifies, about both levels of Yidin getting elevated out of Mitzrayim. The Ebesha also speaks about the upcoming redemption because this is what empowers Yidin even for the Aved of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to be able to withstand all the pressure and the fighting in that level of Eskafia. Okay, so this is one aspect of explaining how the Aveda of the Gula Asida, the Aveda of Eshapche, is something which is very relevant even while Yidin are just leaving from Mitzrayim. Okay, but there's that, but still there's a further point over here because the Rebbe will explain that the Aveda of Ishapcha, the Gula Asida, is actually something that could even be applied to some extent when Yidin are still just by this stage of coming out of Mitzrayim. As the Rebbe will explain there. So now we can say even furthermore this that the Gula Sida is mentioned when Yidna still just by the stage of coming out of Mitzrayim. So meant what this means is we're not just notifying about something which will happen in the future. But in fact, it could actually be applied in the Aveda in the present when Yidin then but coming out of Mitzrayim. As Gleich betchilas Aveda, right then in the beginning of the Aveda, which is Golas Mitzrayim. Zolzayin ameen from Golas Somewhat of this type of Aveda of the Golas could and should be applied even at this point. So it's not just about a certain motivation and a messiah koyach about knowing where you're heading to, so that gives you the power to be dedicated and to stay to stay in the avodah that you're doing of eskafia. But more, the ishapcha to some extent could be applied even then by the gula of Mitzrayim when it's just the beginning of the avodah. So but seemingly you can ask on this. 
And the Ra is not betokfoy if he is only at the beginning of his Aveda. And the Ra that's in him is still very strong. How is it even possible to apply even somewhat of the Gula Asida when Vasanyana is his Hapcha as his Niptokina, which is a time period where the, 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 the Ra, the evil, is completely uprooted or even more so transformed, there is no Ra at all. So how, how are we even applying anything of that kind of Aveda, of the Gula Asida, to the time period now when you're not coming out of Mitzrayim? This is Chalas Aveda. It's the beer and them. So the explanation over here is as follows. Chach, as betchilas Aveda, is nito der inyam from bitl metzias Yes, it's true. In the beginning of Aveda, it's impossible for a person to be at a point that the ra, the evil, is totally gone and eradicated. But the fat is the Aveda b'derech mucham of a kabbalah sel kanal and therefore the description of the Aveda in this time period is a battle and to fight and to accept the yoke of heaven and to do it even if your heart and mind is not there. But nevertheless, you have to introduce into this kind of Aveda that the bitl, the Kabbalah soil, it should not be something which is with a feeling of forcing yourself and it's something difficult and it sort of it hurts every time you have to force yourself. This very bitl itself. So bitl by definition means it's not me. I'm not there yet. But nevertheless, at the same time, connect it. A person has to create a connection of what he's doing to himself, to his metzies of who he is. Which means, as euch, sein seichel umidis, soll maskim sein of the bitle kabbalah sail. That even his intellect and his emotions should at least agree, even if they're not involved and don't feel it and don't get it, but yet to affect himself, at least to the extent that they should agree to this kind of bitl and Kabbalah soil. So then, yes, your Aveda is characterized with Kabbalah soil and bitl, and it's not you, but yet creating that connection to yourself, that brings in a certain gishmak, even in your bitl and Kabbalah soil. Okay, so this is not at all similar to the gishmak that there is in the Matzah Shire, it's a different kind of gishmak, a different kind of feeling of, of pleasure in your Aveda, because still, we're here, we're speaking about an Aveda, which is primarily the Aveda of Bittl and Kabbalah soil. It's not me. So if it's not me, so then that, that is, it's, not, it's not defined as an Aveda of gishmak, but to create a connection that the, the person should be masking, that his mind and heart should agree, this is the right thing. I know I'm not there yet, but I can appreciate that I know that this is the right thing. The Rebbe explains a little bit more here. Thus, hey, what this means is, as the the aspect of the Aveda of the Gula Sideh, which a person has to draw in and to, to connect to the Aveda that he does, which is connected to Mitzrayim Aveda, coming out of Mitzrayim, is not the Aveda from Seichel and Midas This is not a kind of Aveda where the person's intellect and emotions itself are actually involved and are there, and are feeling it and understanding it. That's already when a person comes to a later stage of his Hapcha, when he can completely transform himself. So here, his heart and mind are really fully involved. That's not what we're talking about over here. In the beginning, in the Aveda Vitzis Mitzrayim, it's impossible to bring in this kind of Ishapcha, that is. That's not what the Rebbe is saying here. Nor rather, a prat in Avedis HaEskafia, the Golis Mitzrayim. This is just a detail bringing in this detail of the Gishmak to be masking to this Aveda in the Aveda of Golis Mitzrayim, which is still an Aveda of Eskafia. As the Aveda from Kabbalah Soil is Mitoich But Yes, on one hand, it's the Aveda of Kabbalah Soil, but yet open up that connection that your heart and mind can agree that this is the right thing, and therefore there could be a Gishmak in what the person is doing. Right, so now ultimately what this comes down to is that whether we're speaking about Eskafia or we're speaking about Eshapche, who is the Yid really? What's the real identity of the Yid? He's totally one with Hashem. Everything, every, every part of his being is really totally one with Hashem. It's, but you reveal that and you get to that full ultimate connection to be one with Hashem in stages. It starts with Eskafia, then it goes to Eshapcha, until finally the person is fully involved with the full Yichud to Hashem. But even before a person comes to that ultimate Yichud, even when he's only at the stage of Bittl and he has to nullify himself to connect, 
But nevertheless, since the Yid knows that this is the ultimate truth of who he is, so at least to create a connection to understand that my Seichel and Midas are not there yet, but they agree that this is really the truth of who I am. So at least to that extent, to be able to bring in a geschmack and appreciation for what the person is doing. So it doesn't take away from the nature of the actual Aveda that the person is still at a stage where he's struggling, but yet knowing that this is the truth, that this is who I am, opens up that connection that there could be a geschmack even in this stage of Kabbalah Sale. Now now similar can be said. Going back to the point that the Rebbe said before regarding the Gula Sida, that even then by the Gula Sida, you also have the Gula of Mitzrayim, and there's a combination of the two in that time period as well. So, we could say in the reverse. So, the aspect of Gula Mitzrayim that will still be mentioned and still be relevant after Mashiach comes. So, then is this a prat in the Gula Sida? So, then the main Aveda is characterized as a much higher level of Aveda of Ishapcha, which is the Gula Sida Aveda. And the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim that's mentioned then is a detail adding the advantage of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim to Gula Sida. The main advantage and level that Yidin are on then is, is, is Hapche completely transformed and totally dedicated to Hashem, one with Hashem. But at the same time, this full purification and refinement of the person's involvement in being completely connected to Hashem is not going to be measured to who the person is, his Metzies, but not mer from the Medidus from Zayim Metzies, Milo Sabitl. It'll also have in it the Milo of Bittl that it's unconditional, that it's completely nullified to Hashem. So the main Indian of Aveda then will be the full oneness with Hashem. But yet, at the same time though, because the full oneness with Hashem includes a Metzius of the person that becomes one with Hashem, so here there's a certain disadvantage in the fact that there's the Metzius of the person involved. But the detail of Mitzrayim, which brings Bittol, will also be there to give it the full Shleimus, the full ultimate perfection in Aveda, that it's not measured to the Metzius of the person. So this explains and gives us now a completely new understanding regarding the Aveda of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim. That even though uh, the Pashto simply, the Aveda of Lechamayni and the Aveda of Matzashira are very different and are two different time periods, but as the Rebbe explained there, both regarding the Gula Asida, you have the combination of both, and also in Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, at that time period, you also have the combination of the two, but the only question is, what's a Iker and what's a Prat? Is the Iker Aveda, the Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the Iskafia, and the Ishapche, the Gishmak, is a Prat, to be mashlim that, or is it the other way around? By the Gula Asida, the Ikra Aveda is the Ishapche, and the Iskafia is the Bittul, which is mashlim the Ishapche. So from this, we come to answer the original question of the Sikha, what's this concept, this Dvar Pella we find, that when Yidin wore Mitzrayim, they were able to fulfill the Mitzvah of Matzah with Matzah Shireh. So this is the explanation for us in Matzah was Yidin that we guess in the Mitzrayim by the the Matzah that Yidin ate in Mitzrayim al Tzachonet Yitzias Mitzrayim, which is a preparation for Yidin coming out of Mitzrayim. So this is actually even before Yidin come out of Mitzrayim. What you can say, Matzah Shire. This Matzah was able to be Matzah Shire as well. But at the same time, we split from this, the other din, which is seemingly connected, it still has to be a matzah that must be guarded from becoming chomet. The way it was explained before, these two things go together. A aveda of eskafia means that there's no richness in the person's aveda, and therefore there's room for ra, there's room for chomets. But here in Mitzrayim, on one hand, it's a matzah that could become chomets. So in that sense, it's an aveda where the ra is still present. But at the same time, it, it could be matzah shira, which is a rich man's aveda, the aveda with the full richness of the ishapcha. So what's the meaning of this? So based on what we explained before, we understand as follows. Mitzah is skalos, fungula sida in golas Mitzrayim. Because of the fact that there is an inclusion, there is a, a part of the Aveda of Gula Asida, the Yishab Aveda, which is already here present in this Aveda of Gula Mitzrayim, is da an art pa matzah in Mitzrayim. There's room even for the matzah while Yidna still in Mitzrayim. Aber, however, das was in Mitzrayim can sein me'endelah, so the fact that there's room for this matzah shira, which is only somewhat similar to the way it's going to be lost in Mitzrayim, 
is not in the Prat von Ashira. It's only in one aspect here. Here we split these two details of Matzah Ashira and En Yochel Lovele Only the aspect of Ashira, which means as the Kabbalah's oil gufe, so zayn metatam and agishmak. That it, it still has to remain an Aveda of Kabbalah's oil. That's the stage that Yidin are on by the Aveda of Yitzhiyah's Mitzrayim. But this Kabbalah's oil itself should be with a flavor, with a gishmak, bringing in, connecting to this in a way that at least the person is masking that this is something that he knows is the truth, and therefore there's a gishmak in this. But the main Aveda is still Kabbalah's oil. So therefore, in other words, Kabbalah's oil means that the person is struggling and he's forcing himself. This is a matzah shesvich shimur. that in any but the aspect of it being matzah that cannot become hachametz, which is his hapcha, the full transformation of the person, that doesn't apply then. That's impossible if the fact is the person is still in a place where he's still just coming out of Mitzrayim or actually still in Mitzrayim. And this is just a preparation to come out of Mitzrayim and the ra'ah still betokvay. So therefore that aloha still remains that the mitzvah of matzah is specifically with a ingredient with ingredients that could be could come lidei chimutz because that's the time period that yidin are in. Okay, so now, however, as I've ever pointed out before, when yidin came out of Mitzrayim, what's the matzah they took out of Mitzrayim with them? That's what that was matzah that could not was not matzah shira. It was lechem oimi. Why is that so? If we're saying that over here, that even when yidin begin their avodah. Even still in Mitzrayim. So the matzah could be from matzah ashira because you have to introduce that geschmack of the matzah ashira in the Aved of Kabbalah soil. So what's with when Yidin are coming out of Mitzrayim? So the Rebbe explains, This is all possible when we're speaking about Yidin being in Mitzrayim, far the Gola, before Yidin are actually redeemed. When Yidin are preparing and they're taking their initial steps to prepare to go out of Mitzrayim. Aber, however, going out of Mitzrayim, noch der Gula, when Yidin are already redeemed, and so to the mitzvah in all generations that we eat the night of Pesach, which is commemorating the coming out of Mitzrayim, this must be specifically the poor man's bread. Here there's no room for any matzah Why is that so? So the explanation for this is, through Yidin coming out of Mitzrayim, as Yidin is given Hashem. The accomplishment here was that Yidin are completely transformed. It's a new, completely new entity. Instead of being Avadim to Paray, they become Avadim, servants of Hashem. So therefore what this means is, the main thing that Eden are then working with is accepting upon themselves the kingdom of Hashem to become Hashem's servants and not Pare's servants. This is a prerequisite. This comes before a Yid accepts upon himself to fulfill the actual commands, the specific mitzvahs. The expression the Mishnah says, First one accepts the yoke of heaven. And then you're ready to accept upon yourself the details of the mitzvahs once Hashem is your king. But before you're ready to accept the details, there's something much more important and something much more general, your very identity. Who am I? I belong to Hashem. I'm an Eved of Hashem. Right, so the difference of here is not only in the details, whether it's mitzvahs, which are details, or the general Kabbalah soil, but it's the whole very identity of the person. The first point is, I belong to Hashem. That's the first acceptance. At that stage, when a person is establishing his very identity, that he is an Eved Hashem. Here, there's no room for any aspect of the mitzvahs of the person involved in this. Over here, there's no matzashir. It has to be complete lechamayni. Alderich v'chazal zogin. This is based on what the Gemara says. As man malke. That when a person stands in front of a king, and there in front of the king, he may be sing, sig, signaling in any way, making any kinds of signs with his eyes or his hands. Is an einish the He deserves the opposite of life. Because standing right in front of the king, one doesn't make any such kind of motions. You have to be completely standing in front of a king with the full attention. So over here, when it, it's at this stage when Yidin come out of Mitzrayim, and now Yidin are establishing their very identity being a Vodim from Hashem, for Hashem, there's no room for anything else other than that. And therefore at this 
point, there's no room for any flavor or any pleasure that is in the matzah shit in the rich man's matzah, while Kabbalah's malchusay shalak kodesh baruchu, but because at this point, accepting the Eivishter as king, it's at this point that you even have to become, have to establish this, to become the Avadim of Hashem, is nor durech lechem oini. This is only accomplished through lechem oini, the poor man's bread, which represents bitul betachles, the absolute bitul tashem, without any involvement of the flavor of the person. So here the Rebbe is actually introducing a different concept of lechem oini. Before we spoke about the lechem oini representing the iskafya, the fact that a person deals with the ra and he has to overcome it, and in that sense he's poor because he's not fully involved. Here the Rebbe is saying, the moment you didn't come out of Mitzrayim, the lechem oini represents the absolute bitul the Kabbalah's oil Malchusi is Barach, standing in front of a king where there's no room for the Mitzvahs of the person. So that's the Lechamayni, which is represented right when you didn't come out of Mitzrayim, and the Mitzvah of Matzah that we do every year, the night of Pesach, commemorating that Kabbalah's oil Malchusi when you didn't came out of Mitzrayim.